from Mighty Trapdoor Mansion. Hi, it's Hot Tit Hill. It's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine. Featuring Frank Hemblin, Horace Pengrove, William Bentley III, with Stinky the Game Master, T.T. Schmootkins, Tishka Honeypot, Alex Greenspan, and Cut Cockbirth. Some type of dead dog story right after an upbeat song. I'm mixing my DJs. That's Casey Kasem. Scooby DJ Doo. boy, let's go. <laughs> DJ boy. Welcome to uh, We Talk Games. This is our arcade weekly. I guess we do this. We do this weekly? weekly? Holy fuck. Whose idea was that? What were we thinking? We should name this show Arcade Monthly. Why don't we call it Arcade Yearly? One arcade game a year. Ooh, I like that. What's our game for next year? <laughs> Holy Christ. This is episode 16. We're 95. <laughs> uh, so today, well, we're doing this uh, thing, which is powered by Rit Team, if you didn't know, from uh, Yamatamaguchi's uh, that was on last year. Last year. This year, we're going to have on. This year. Stop saying yearly. We're going to have I'm on. Sorry, new listeners. Jesse Pinkman? Is that who we're having on? We're having on rap legend Jesse Dangerously. Oh! Yeah. I can't wait for that. With now, his new single, FML LOL SMDH. You can go to dangerously.bandcap.com yeah. and you can download that for free. You oh. put it for free for the spring concert series. Wow, we are available for free, no money as well. So we yeah, share that. WeTalkGames.com. I know it. Our name is our address. This spring concert series is, of course, powered by Rit Team. And instead of having members of the bands on and interviewing them and having a live concert, we're just playing one of their songs at the end of our show. <laughs> That's our spring concert series. That's it's the easier for all parties involved. <laughs> That's Rit Team's idea of a concert series. Just but, pretend they're playing live. Yeah. Just put some echo on it. Maybe listen from the next room. You know. <laughs> no, I think, you know, this is fantastic. We get. I uh, really we, like this week's track. And nobody knows who these guys are, you know. So we're going to try <laughs> to make something of them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. These guys are legendary. And they're legendary axes, which will come into play today in the making mechanics. Oh, first of all, I would be remissed. As uh, Kyle would say, but they I wouldn't remiss word. me. I am Wiggly. I am one of your hosts on the Skype pipe today. We have Kyle Von Kubik. Hello. Coming from the intercontinental Skype pipe, Johnny Capcom. Hello. And from the New Jersey Skype pipe, which is more of a sewer system, <laughs> Keith the Robo Duke. 
Ahoy! Ship ahoy! Shit ahoy! <laughs> Today's game we're going to do is from Capcom. See, which ties right in with next week's musical guest. <laughs> <laughs> this is an action platformer from 1987. It's called Black Tiger! Black Tiger! Or Black Dragon, if you're in Japan. Yeah, Black Dragon. Makes more sense, too. Black Tiger Dragon. That's what I... Yeah, you know, you don't fight a lot of Black Tigers. All day I've been singing Black Tiger, but in the style of Black Diamond by Kiss. There you go. <laughs> Black Tiger! <laughs> Just like Just that. like that. Oh, no, we did She. I was trying to think of uh, back in 1979, my first band. We did one cover, and we did one original song, and that was our big band premiere of Epicurean. And I came out of a coffin with a lightsaber. Whoa. And uh, we had three guitarists, and I was singing through a, a Radio Shack stereo candy microphone through my stereo. <laughs> and we did a, a song called I Feel Good, which was just our own lyrics over Johnny B. Good. And then we did the finale. No, wait, no. Yeah, we closed with She. Why didn't you do Sweet Georgia Brown? Sweet Georgia Brown? Yeah, that's right. Kiss. The Kiss Pinball Machine, Sweet Georgia Brown. Okay, we're all over the place. Black Tiger 1987 <laughs> action platformer by Capcom, by Johnny Capcom. Yes. Did I miss anything that we normally do on the show? Did we pick the buck or not? <laughs> Did who's I in the booth? answer stupid yeah, who questions? Is in the booth this no week? one's in the booth this week. No uh, one in the booth. Queen uh, Crickets. Uh, Teen Laquifa, uh, I think, uh, <laughs> is in the booth. Here she is. Teen Laquifa. Right on. Let's get into a little bit of making mechanics about the 1987 game Black Tiger. All I could do is think of the course of Black Diamond. Um, <laughs> we had another Capcom game, Ghosts and Goblins, in 1985. And then in 1986, Capcom brought us Trojan. Mm. Use your Trojans, kids. I yeah. love that game. That's a good old arcade game. Shield and sword, blocking and hitting. Juking and jiving and falling down the sewers of New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trojan, little known fact, uh, takes place in uh, Trenton, New Jersey in the present day. Wash it up on the shore. Kids don't touch it. Right. Well, it might be a Snickers bar. You never know. Take your chances. Hey, this reminds me. I came into the NES a little late. Now, I don't know why I say a little late, because I had Rob the Robot with mine. Mm. I, and I loved Rob the Robot. So maybe I bought it discounted when no one wanted the Rob the Robot set. That's all I wanted was the Rob the Robot set. So I thought the cream of the crop for the NES for maybe half a year, a year, was Trojan and <laughs> Predator. Really terrible. Where you walk left to right and try to jump over balls. Yeah, and there's scorpions, and (laughs) you have no idea what to do. And as a child, I found that game incredibly frustrating and terrible. Well, as a (laughs) 20-year-old, I thought... As a legal adult. I thought that was the cream of the crop for the NES. (laughs) I didn't want no stupid Mario. jump for the scorpions. No wonder yeah. why you love the TG-16 so much. <laughs> well, see, I, I think I bought it after I had... No, no, it's hard. Well, who the fuck cares? 
All I know is I sold my Genesis and my Nintendo to buy the Neo Geo. So that's all I cared about. I don't care if I played a 20-minute game 500 times in a row. It was still better than Predator. Unfortunately, though, after that, you lost your sex drive and you couldn't have sex with your model wife. Like in the ad. <laughs> that's right, the Neo Geo. How many times are you going to bring up that ad? It's Love the best ad. ad ever. I'd rather All play league ads. bowling and fucking stick my. <laughs> What's yeah, okay, the tagline right in that? Like he can't keep his hands off it or something. I think or he, 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 put, yeah. he could. You, what was it? He used to not be able to keep his hands off me. Yeah, that's and it. Like Patrick Bateman's in the background playing fucking magician lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lovely ad. Here's a surprising thing: 1986 for the NES console, we had Metroid. Mm-hmm. And then in 1987, we had Black Tiger uh, by Capcom and also Rastin by Taito in 1987. I think it definitely has the edge on action platforming. Rygar had, Rastin has the, uh, oh, what was I thinking Rygar? Wait, when was Rygar? Rygar was 1986 by Temco. Oh, well, there you go. Well, that's another good one then. And I also added on my make, make, making mechanics, Castlevania, 1986 by Konami. Yeah, they written down. I didn't, I didn't do it. But was that the arcade or the uh, NES? I believe that's the NES and the the. You know what? They might have came out in conjunction with one another because I know the Versus series was just to promote the games that were either about to come out or had already come out. Probably 1986 for both. But the Castlevania in the arcade was called like uh, Dark Castle or something like that, right? Akamojo Dracula Castle X or yes, Anamanaguchi Castle X. No, it was Vampire. Castle or something. I remember reading about it. Already. I'm not sure. Did it come out on in the arcades in the West? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I played this okay. in the arcade. Yeah, I played ca- I played uh, Castlevania in the arcade. I think it, it was called Sloppy Joe's. What did you say? It was called Lambicular? Uh, no, yeah, it was called Bill and Bear's Combat Basketball. <laughs> it wasn't. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> and then no, it, I think it was, I think it was called Vampire Killer. Okay. I'll go with that. It paled in comparison to the to the later versions of Castlevania we would get, of course, and maybe even to the first Castlevania for the NES. That's debatable because it was it was sluggish. It was beautiful, but I don't think it really had a lot going on. Definitely wouldn't go back to it now, except for nostalgic purposes or finding out about you know origins of, of video games, because of the Castlevanias we now have. Of course, the 3D Castlevania being the best. The original for arcade the N64. <laughs> the original arcade game was called Haunted Castle. There you go, so and yeah, it came out in 1988. Okay, so a year after. Uh, yeah, Black Tiger, as far as uh, action goes, would blow away both Raston and Haunted Castle. Legendary During my act- research, there was mm-hmm. so many goddamn genres connected to this game. Like, we called it a platformer, an action platformer. Mm-hmm. It was also called a hack and slash, a run and gun, an adventure game, an action game, a fantasy action game, a fantasy adventure game, a fantasy hack and slash, and a fantasy run and gun game. I do agree with all those. Or Can I add one in yeah, actually? Oh, yeah. To, yeah, sure. To the making mechanics, uh, Ninja Spirits for the Turbo would be kind of similar. Would you agree with me? Yeah, and that was an arcade game too. So let me yeah. s- let me see what year that was. That was uh, 1988. 1988 was Ninja Spirits, and that was Irem. We're going to talk about Irem very soon. I couldn't remember all these fucking ninja and kung fu game names because <laughs> there's just so many things named nim- ninja. You know. Ninjas were hot in the 80s, as you know. American Ninja, Ninja Tamaguchi, all those ninjas 
programs. Enter the Ninja. Enter the Ninja. <laughs> Some other podcasts and doing about Enter the Ninja. Start of the Ninja phenomenon in the eighties with Franco Nero and his wonderful ninja mustache that pokes out his ninja mask. <laughs> no one will guess it's him. And I want to bring up uh, games that post date this the Legendary Axe because I love talking about my TG sixteen Victor musical. Who I love Legendary Axe nineteen eighty eight and Legendary Axe two nineteen ninety by Victor musical, which is not Legendary Axe two. It's just what we brought it out here in the United States. Trying to United move some States birch. of America, yeah. yeah. And you don't even use an axe. You use a sword. You use a kamagachi. I can't remember what you call it. Man, a, you're a, really hung up on that word. What? Tamagachi, tamaguchi. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what you call a keki, a khaki, a kiki. You know, it's a it's a it's a mm-hmm. barbed metal on the end of a chain that you throw at people. A flail? A nunchuck? No, it's yeah, a it's mace? a nunchuck. No, it's no, it's it's just a spike. It's a ninja tool, actually. It's a ninja. Oh weapon. yeah, the, the the rope. Well, no, it's a chain with a, a knife at the end. Of yeah, the oh, like that's a, it. A, 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 a kuna? <laughs> it's not a comma. It's not a comma, but it's chain knife. It's chain knife. Chain with a knife at the end. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to describe that to a police officer after a ninja attacked you, he wouldn't sit there going, "No, in Japanese, what's it called?" <laughs> Actually, the proper word is a kunai with chain. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, one thing about Black Tiger, and I'll let you guys take it pretty much. I just want to say you can go back. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about this game. So it is an adventure sort of thing tied in with this platform because you can move back and forth. And that's kind of rare for action platform games. You usually just go left to right and you're kind of snookered if you don't move. Could you not do that in Ghosts and Goblins? You could only go back a bit. Ah, okay. And I don't know about Ghosts and Goblins. Maybe Ghouls and Ghosts, you could go back more. Yeah. But I think it was I think it was only like field of vision you can go back. But if you went too far, well, then you missed the first thing on the first tombstone. Too bad. Yeah, it was like that in uh, both Ghouls and Ghosts and Ghosts and Goblins. You okay. weren't allowed to go back. And while you can go back in Black Tiger, if you've already cleared out the enemies, there's not much of a reason to go back right. because nobody respawns. You can't really, you know, farm the enemies for coins. Uh, you know, they all just vanish. So, however, because it is platformy, you can go back and hit those areas of the platforms that you missed. Yes. Yeah, and the game also, unlike its predecessors, rewards exploration. There's actually some hidden items behind walls and things that I thought was really cool. And I think that's why a Castlevania or a Metroid is a good pull for the making mechanics for this game, because it did incorporate that type of exploration mechanic in the arcade. Yeah, there's actually one right at the start. If you yes. go left at the start of the game and hit the wall, there's a yeah. pile of treasure right there to give you a little Pro uh, player tip. And don't you love that? I mean, isn't that what it's all about? One more thing about this title. Don't you? Now, see, what happened was we have the run sheets, and I got hung up on this one game, and I thought it would never get hung up on back again. So I ended up playing this during every uh, game I started to try to get used to. When revisiting Black Tiger, don't you have to grind towards the end so you can get powerful enough to defeat the last boss? Yeah, kind of. I mean, it pays to save because what happens is you'll attack enemies. They'll either drop coins or they'll drop potions. Yeah. Or the hourglasses to give Or the hourglass to add more time. But the coins you collect, and then there's these wizard-looking characters that are petrified in stone, and you'll free them. Oh, you got to rescue them. That's right. 
yeah, you rescue them, and then sometimes they'll give you more time. Sometimes they'll give you more Zenny. It's nice to see that Zenny is a universal <laughs> currency across all Capcom games. Yeah. Or some will say thank you, and then they'll give you an option to buy some merch. You can either upgrade your flail or you can upgrade your um, armor. And you know, early on, you might want to spend that cash, but really, if you spend the cash and you lose the armor in the early stages, it's really going to hurt you later on because you see a lot of the same enemies as you go through the game but they get stronger right uh, there's i'm thinking of this one like troll looking character with the shield that you fight early on he's got an axe and a shield mm-hmm. and he's pretty easy to get through on stages one and two but then when you're on the third or fourth screen he's incredibly more difficult if your flail isn't upgraded to the third or second status i think it's four positions for each so there's four levels for your weapon four levels for your armor it's all denoted by larger amounts of currency that you have to spend when you get those little store options when you free the guys yeah that guy's a dick (laughs) yeah (laughs) thanks for freeing me but uh pay up (laughs) yeah it's it's kind of weird. Like Metal Slug was what I was thinking. About. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I know. I, for, I forgot about it because um, I just played this game uh, years ago when I was a kid, and I didn't understand what I was really supposed to be doing. I just kept on <laughs> trying to get to the end so I could fight the heads. But yeah, like there is that kind of weird Metal Slug rescue the beardy dudes, and they'll help you. <laughs> so Metal Slug, they they sort of flash you. you know? Hey, <laughs> look at this here. Thank you. Take a peek. <laughs> I immediately thought of uh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker from 1988, where you rescue small children. <laughs> and a monkey oh, yeah. and bubbles. And, and you go, hey, you pronou- look at this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you pronounce that wrong, Keith. It's molest. <laughs> yeah. And it's, instead of the guy with the beard flashing you, uh, Michael flashes the children. Yeah. <laughs> he tucks for some. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey what's, uh, what's Michael Jackson's favorite song? I don't know. I'm no. forever blowing bubbles. <laughs> it's relevant with the kids today. His monkey was named Bubbles, if you didn't know. Yeah. So he's performing fellatio on a chimp. Yeah. That's the joke. And when you collect him in the arcade game, you become a super robot and shoot lasers. Why wouldn't you? Of course. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of you, but I found this game extremely satisfying to play. And even though it was incredibly difficult, it wasn't as difficult as Ghosts and Goblins. (laughs) So I kept playing. You know, I kept dumping. uh, I have an ongoing joke with Ghosts and Goblins or Ghouls and Ghosts where when I'm at an arcade or particularly barcade with my friends, I will tell my friends, if you can get past the first screen in Ghosts and Goblins without dying, I will give you all the money in my pocket. (laughs) And because I'm at barcade, I'm in the city, it's roughly around 100 to 200 hundred dollars everyone tries everyone fails uh now one day that's gonna bite me in the ass because somebody's gonna practice but uh, oh man one day we need to hang out in an arcade man i'm pretty good at the old uh, ghosts and goblins i yeah, will not the, be offering that to you the, the entire first level now when does that level end when you start climbing up the pig vomit mountain right yeah, I think you're right. Yes. Yeah, that's going to be hard. I mean, just getting over the the whirlwinds takes a little bit. Oh God, yeah, yeah that's oh. Black Tiger was once described to me by a friend who used to play it back in the day as ghosts and goblins for people who aren't cons. <laughs> <laughs> 
pretty accurate because uh, Black Tiger, the European and North American edition, is a little easier than the Japanese version. They got rid of some of the falling rock hazards, and they actually lowered the price on the items to upgrade your character. I, I have a weird thing with this game. I used to like playing because I love Ghosts and Goblins when I was a kid. I love yeah. Ghosts and Ghosts because they're so cool looking and the music mm-hmm. is fantastic and all that. But it reminded me, and this is a very personal aside, so I hope you'll indulge me. But um, I really liked the never-ending story, but it scared me. Wow. I didn't want to watch it because it was too scary with the wolf and stuff. So when the never-ending story 2 came out, I was there going, oh, cool, there's no wolf in this. I can watch it, and it's a never-ending story movie. <laughs> and even though it sucked, I was just there going, no, I can watch this because it's, it's not scary. And Black Tiger was a similar thing where I was like, oh, this is cool. It's it's ghosts and ghosts, but it's not scary and difficult. <laughs> I I don't want us to to make it sound like the game is not challenging. It is challenging. It oh, just yeah. doesn't kick you in the nuts. Yeah. Every ten seconds, like ghouls and ghosts will, or ghosts and goblins will. And because there's that exploration aspect, and because the stages are very large, there's also a big emphasis on the climbing mechanic. All it right. Makes the game for me. A lot more satisfying than Ghosts and Goblins. I, too, was drawn to Ghosts and Goblins as a kid because it looked like a Saturday morning cartoon. This art style is actually Departure. It probably looks more similar to Rygar. Would you guys agree? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you have your your yo-yo shield in Rygar. Right. And you have sort of a yo-yo chain in here, but you also throw knives. Yes. You feel very powerful as this character, even though, again, it's challenging. And even though you have to up, uh, up, Wait a upgrade he, your armor. He, yeah. he, actually, he doesn't throw a chain. His fucking hand is a mace on a chain. Oh, he is chopped, that it? Yeah, he chopped his hand off and he's got mace chain. This goes back to wanting to vivisect yourself when you're a young kid so you could be cool <laughs> like a $6 million man and put fucking hooks in your hands and maces and chains and shit. All right, well, this makes this guy even more metal. (laughs) He is metal. This is like happy town shit. (laughs) Chopping your hand off with an axe. So as you touched on, you can go backward. You can also go up and down. The stage is very large, like I said, and there's arrows along the way that'll point you in the directions of which way you should go. Red arrows, I believe, denote where the end is, and the gray arrows denote where there's a dungeon. And why do you go in the dungeon? Well, you go in the dungeon for more items and and more zenny so you can buy upgrades to your armor and your weapons. And there's a risk and a reward factor in here where you can go in that dungeon. It might be challenging, but the reward is you get more coins so you can upgrade your things. But if you die in the dungeon, you get kicked out of it and it's sealed off and you cannot go back. Yeah, I love how when you go in, it just says on the screen, welcome to dungeon. (laughs) When it first said that, I was was like, what the fuck was I in before? (laughs) It all looks like a dungeon. I want to bring up one more game because we're talking about blowing armor off people. Taito also came out in 1986 with... Well, Ghosts and Goblins started in 1985, but in 1986, we had Gladiator by Taito. And, you know, I like Gladiator, and Gladiator's mom likes Gladiator. We're the only two. (laughs) Um, But that one, I mean, you Gladiator's mom is on the fence about Gladiator. (laughs) But that one, you really get your armor kicked off. And uh, I I love that game. The sprites are huge because they're all these weird jointed type of uh, movements. Mm -hmm. But it's by our buddies at Taito, so, you know, you you can't crap on it. Yeah, the armor also blows off in this game, as we keep touching on, to give you uh, two to three more extra hits to take, depending on the upgrade on your armor. 
that's a welcomed addition. There's also, I guess it would be some sort of poison effect that happens to you or, you know, when that lightning is surrounding you. You know what, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You're playing a different game. No. <laughs> no. You mean like uh, after you get hit? Yeah, there's like this buzz around uh-huh. you. Yeah. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what it was either. <laughs> that just but like- I ran away because I didn't know if it was like a moment of invincibility or if, if I was dying or something. I didn't know what it was. That's what I, I think it's it good was, when you was- see lightning to run away. <laughs> That's a pro player tip, kids. If you see lightning trying to hit you, run. Run to the uh, tallest object you can find and sit under <laughs> And put a metal rod on your head. Hey, uh, <laughs> don't forget you can to become Frankenstein. <laughs> that's right. Hey, kids, that's a good, that's a good lesson. Yeah, if, you you want, if you want to bring your grandpa back from the dead, see Pop Pop again. <laughs> just stick him on a roof in a rain a thunderstorm. Sorry, I just had a flashback there. And seeing as this is spring concert one thing, yeah. You think we can get Warren on? <laughs> I just remembered you talking about Warren for uh, roller games again. <laughs> there they are. Hey, they're back again. We, we shot three months of this show, and they're still here, actually, the same day. Warren probably, loves roller games. We could get Warren for a sandwich, probably. <laughs> no, man. At least here, Warren's dead. They're done. Now we got to put them up on the roof during the thunderstorm. <laughs> See how that all ties in. Tell you cherry pie too hard. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> God, sorry. All right, I'm yeah. not crazy. The three items that you can collect are Zenny coins. Yeah. You can also collect anti poisoning potions. Oh. And time. So you do get poisoned in this game. Oh, okay. yeah. There's those plants that pop out of the ground like big feed me Seymour plants and they grab you and munch on you and poison you. And then yes. you uh, actually don't throw knives anymore, I think, at that point. You lose your, your yeah. knife throwing. As you weekend. would. Can we talk about the slimes? Yeah, they're a pain in the ass. I want to kill those slimes. But All I the can. enemies are kind of annoying in this game, but the slimes are most particularly the most annoying because of the split action. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I like about this game? What's that? That your reward for beating a level is you get to see your uh, man there doing like a sexy pose or something. <laughs> yeah. You know? And he does like the thinker at one point. Right, you know? right. Wait, does, wait. Like, the he... looking over his shoulder, flexing. Yeah, but he does that uh, stupid uh, baseball guy thing. Or football guy, whatever that guy is. You know, everybody was doing it. It's going on your knee and they put any of your fist on your face and shit like that. T-bone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you yeah. score the touchdown. Yeah, he I think my favorite it. thing about this game is it's not Mutant Fighter. Oh! Oh! <laughs> you know what my game, though? Stinky's going to make you play Battle Monsters for the Sega Saturn. That came, <laughs> let's see, that came out in 1995. Could you suplex a hydra in that too <laughs> well that game had medusa and that's what screwed me up but you could also fight like frankenstein's monster and you can fight like werewolf and shit like that but you also fight mythological beings and it looks like shit it plays like shit and but and so it's a lot like mutant it's a lot fighter. like mutant fighter but you could be <laughs> these know. monsters <laughs> and for some reason i like it and it's i gotta tell you mutant fighters looks a lot better than this because this is supposed wow. to be digitized so you can imagine these <laughs> fucking poop 
brown backgrounds but it's kind of neat because you could jump on like columns that are, that are there and it does that scaling you know when you, it pulls back and it pushes in but when it pushes in <laughs> it's like you're looking at three blocks of brown fighting each other <laughs> there's a guy that throws Sorry. his head off and stuff like that yeah dynamite heady dynamite heady <laughs> and actually a very interesting fact dynamite heady in japan was called dynamite heady <laughs> what a difference <laughs> i'm glad we waited for that yeah. oh, man so yeah. yeah speaking of japan i played a bit of uh, Black Dragon as well as Black Tiger. Okay. Mm-hmm. Beyond uh, more of the falling rocks, there's even the really fucked up thing they do in that game. There's a pots, you know, similar to ghouls and ghosts around that you hit and have power ups. And in some of the later levels, you'll hit them, and one of those rock monsters who are the bosses on the first two levels will pop out. Really? Oh. Yeah. And oh, just shit. jump right at you. It's the the Japanese version is way more brutal than the American. Oh, there is the Baraduke thing happening, too, with some of the treasure chests where you have to be careful because sometimes there's gold inside of them and other times there's some sort of, like, flame explosion that'll hurt your character. There is a sound difference between the two when you open them up, so it does give you a little bit of chance to jump back and get out of the way. But just be on alert. And another thing that I I didn't mention is occasionally a POW block will appear and it'll kill the enemies on the screen. Right, right. Um, But normally it's when there's a lot of enemies on the screen, so earlier on you'll be able to hit it but later on it'll be a little more difficult i really dig the enemy choices they're all kind of different from one another they do different things that the animations are very good too especially the climbing animation he looks very rubbery the character when he climbs up i like the arch choices it, it like i said it looks like rygar but better it has better animations it's got more color and the enemy choices they're not just things that come at you and you slay there's these fire demons throwing fire at you there's the slimes that we touched on i found the mummies excruciatingly difficult when i first encountered them the the mummies that spit fire at you mm-hmm. they're yeah, very oh, tough yeah. again this uh, all goes yeah. back to you need to upgrade your armor you need to upgrade your weapons and it was fine i kept throwing credits in because i'm emulating it obviously but also because it's satisfying and i wanted to play more and i wanted to see what was next and what would happen the boss battles i did find a little corny they, with everything else going on in the game I, I found the boss battles to be a little lackluster did the, any of you guys uh, complete the game no, I did not finish the game. I got to the uh, the boss that is like a, a dragon man. Yes. Uh-huh. Round five. And all he really does is like the Lisa Simpson, you know, spinning his arms around like, if you get in my way, <laughs> I'm going to hit you with my swords. And you just have to run and show. Yeah, I could not get past him. There's a really cool last boss. And I don't want to ruin it. Wait, did you're not talking about the Black Knight, the Red Knight? I can't remember what his name was. No, not a Black Knight or a Red Knight. Oh, okay. I think that might be the last boss. Oh, no, I'm thinking of another game. Oh, yeah, I know what you're thinking of. (laughs) Ah, poop. I don't know if you guys found this, but at certain moments, too, during the game, even though I thought the controls were really tight and good, there was moments where I would get snagged up with platforms where I thought that my character should be able to clear it to jump onto the platform, but he was, like, hitting one pixel of the platform so it would bump him back down. Yeah, I wrote mm-hmm. that note down specifically that when you don't have enough space to jump to a ledge that's almost like right above you, 
you got to like back up all the way to the edge of the other platform and then jump to to get up there. That's the only difficult jumping. Otherwise, it's good with the platforming, but it does yeah. have that Castlevania Ghouls and Ghosts. When you jump, you are set in that jump. You cannot alter your path after you're in the air. Right. It would be nice also if you had a big superpower up like you do in Castlevania when you fight the final bosses. And the yeah. other game that I was thinking of that had the slimes that I hate it was Kadash. Uh, by Taito, which came out in 1989, I believe. Mm. And we're running long. John, what's your fond memory of Black Tiger? With Black Tiger, I remember playing it as a kid in the arcade. I remember where it was in position to all the rest. It was right next to Lucky and Wild in the weird middle arcade, Tremor and County Waterford. It was in the same bank of machines as Ghouls and Ghosts. So there was a direct kind of um comparison in my head like you know to me just just a fairer version i think it's a great series of games the ghouls and ghost games but to me whenever arthur jumped i always felt vulnerable sure and maybe it's the way he looks like his legs are split <laughs> open and it's like he's given himself up to the jump but with Black Tiger, I felt like my guy was from the jump, if you'll pardon the expression, was ready for the task at hand. Whereas with Arthur, I was just like, oh, I'm not ready for any of this. Yeah, he's, but, uh, he's kind of floaty when he's up in the air. It's one of those games that you go kind of go back and play. And we all remember those games that looked cool and played kind of all right. And then you go back and play them and they fucking they're floaty garbage. Like, you know, mm-hmm. what's cool about this game is I went, when I went back to play for this episode, the actual platforming itself was spot on. I mean, there was a few dodgy jumps here and there, but it felt good. It stands the test of time. If you can ever uh, play in an arcade, I would very much recommend it. I played this on uh, Capcom Classics Collection Volume 2 for PlayStation 2. And that was actually the first place I played this. I don't remember playing this at all when I was younger in an arcade. A couple ways to get it legally. You can get it on uh, PSP with the Capcom Classic Collection Remix. The Capcom Classic Collection Volume 2, as you just said, PlayStation 2 and Xbox. It's also on the Wii Virtual Console. And it's a part of Capcom's arcade cabinet on PSN and Xbox Live. Nice. So don't steal it, kids. I don't know why they don't have it available for things. (laughs) They should bring this out for other systems. Yeah, why isn't this on my virtual boy? (laughs) (laughs) Too many games. You know what they should do? Stop making games. When are we going to have enough games? Never. Uh, Okay. And now here's T.T. Schmootkins with next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Arcade Weekly Arcade Game Audio Clue. Hello, I am T.T. Schmootkins. Here is next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Arcade Weekly Arcade Game Audio Clue. Good luck, dudes. All right, what's your clue for next week's game? Ready, everyone say at the same time. Three, two, one. Let's get busy. Is this why some is, kind of porno? It, why isn't it? <laughs> you have to I say it at the same didn't time. Use that as my hint. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> I figured everyone would use "Let's get busy." Well, that's what we're supposed to do. Okay, let's do it then. Okay, let's all say it at the same time, right? All right. <laughs> Not porn. <laughs> the one I started to say. Three, okay. two, one. Ouch! Hammer! <laughs> ah, I tricked you. So mine's let's get busy. What, what's yours, Keith? <laughs> Is this some kind of porno or something with that title? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Kyle? 
Mine's actually a drink recipe. You're going to take a scotch glass. You're going to fill it with some ice. You're going to add one and a half ounces of a single malt scotch. It's important to use a good quality scotch. Then you're going to add uh, an ounce and a half of drambuie. You're going to stir gently till frosting occurs on the glass. And then you garnish with a lemon twist and enjoy. And, you know, if you have someone famous like Stanley Kirk Burrell coming over, you might want to serve this drink. Okay. Johnny? My clue is up to the wrist. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I think they sell rubber versions of that as well. Well, here comes uh, Jesse Pinkman. FML, LOL, SMDH by rap legend Jesse Dangerously. Powered by Routine. Lunchtime. Don't dream my body like a motherfucking punchline. My, my second problem is a bad temper I had since a kid and had a dude I had to censor. And after that, gender. You should go by the single for the song I wrote about her cause I'm so broke. With no education and a whole lot of pride. You know what I'm saying? No? That's cause of problem number six. When you can't understand when I'm talking cause the list. And the disorders that punch giant holes in my emotions as a kid when undiagnosed. I ain't supposed to have my friends have been abused And a sense sensitizes us to the news How are you? I love big problems, that's my fucking problem The thing I love, problems got a lot of problems Like 99 problems, yo, you want some problems? My problems got a problem, it's a problem problem I love big problems, that's my fucking problem The thing I love, problems got a lot of problems I gotta love my problems, all I got is problems And what's a problem, do a problem, what's your fucking problem? Can't finish a record for procrastinating No drive at all, I ain't even masturbating Go to bed when I throw them tunes on No new friends and my old friends my, 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 my promises prove wrong My crew's on the two songs Me, this shit is three years old It's my new song School stopped letting me cruise on a handout Nothing panned out I got canned from two jobs Can't drive at all How am I supposed to hit the road then? Came out as queer but I still hate most men Closed in, frozen My goals made my life worse And half my heroes let me down The other half vice versa I Tried to be a nice person But I'm addicted to get walked on I'm addicted to conflict and Facebook.com I wanted this to be a posse cut, But I'm disorganized And second prioritizing Fuck it, I guess that's sort of my problem I love big problems It's my fucking problem Good thing I love problems Got a lot of problems Like 99 problems Yo, you want some problems? My problem's got a problem That's a problem problem I love big problems That's my fucking problem Good thing I love problems Got a lot of problems I love all of my problems All the guys' problems You want some problems? Do a fuck it Somebody say problems Everybody Bow wow, I got you, got you, got 
Big 